Hey, speaking of big time players and players that are superstars of the game, Norm Smith medals, as we've mentioned, we've already spoken to Gary Ayres, uh, how amazing they are to win. Our next guest, uh, well, what a grand final he played in 2012 to get the Swans over the line. Yep. He produced a grand final like none other, 15 tackles in that one, yep. in the hardest game of footy ever. Uh, 28 disposals to go with it. Um, and he's a two-time Premiership Swan. That's right, O'Keefe. G'day, Ryan. G'day, guys. How you going? Good, mate. You're great, thanks, mate. How are you? Yeah, going you, well. You pumped for Saturday? Of course, always, always good grand final week, and uh, yeah, pretty exciting to have the Swannies, Swannies in there, and, and they're in pretty good form. Ryan, it was here, mate. Before we get right into it, what are you up to these days? You're obviously still with the AFL, but what are you up to? Um, I sort of, I've been coach development, um, so to sort of get back into community footy and grassroots, and you know, help coaches, coach the hopeful, hopeful stars of the future. So it's good to get back to community level and help out there. Is that, uh, sorry, boss, or just the Oracle lead, has that got a relation to the Swans Academy, Ryan, or is it something independent completely? No, nah, independent, yeah. Like the, the academies are um, they're great run programs, but, yeah, they're sort of independent, run by both, yeah, the Swans and the Giants and, and, and the like. How's the rise in the numbers, mate? Are they, are they quite healthy? The numbers in terms of um, players? Yeah, participation, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. It's a, it definitely it's definitely grown since you know my first time coming here, and um, the numbers have really exploded in, in the girls' space, which is a really, real positive move. And if we get back to uh, the footies, uh, you playing back in the 2012 grand final, and so well, just talk us through the night before, and then then turning up to the ground, and, and how you felt, and also how you went playing it, how you felt playing, and knowing that you're going so well as well. Uh, yeah, oh, look, uh, when you get to that point and, and you've you played, you've got plenty of experience, it's, it's just try and keep it as normal as possible in your preparation and, and you're confident in your ability. You're there for a reason um, and you don't really have to do too much different. So there's obviously a, a whole lot more media and people with attention and people wanting tickets and all that sort of stuff, but it's try and keep it as normal as possible and back your training and your preparation and um, you don't really feel too nervous running out there so and um, yeah so just get in the zone and but all the grand finals I played in they were super tight so you didn't really get too, too much time to think it was too intense certainly well I just want to go back on the tickets thing I, I get amazed by this so and every player mentions it uh, that you know players want t- you know people want tickets off you and everything <laughs> who was the strangest person that uh, requested tickets from you Oh, you hear from all sorts of people you haven't heard for since you went to primary school or something. So it's, <laughs> it's not been a bit, it's not been a bit interesting. But yeah, I just try and uh, I just shut it. You just got to shut it down now. Just say no, I can't get in, and uh, and then go from there. Probably, probably for me, Ryan, the greatest thing that I uh, enjoyed with your career is I remember there was a time where there was some contract issues and whether or not you were going to play on or um, relocate. And I think you, well, you obviously stayed. But I was really uh, admired the way you stayed and still continued to play good football. And, um, you know, I think that, that says a lot about you. And, you know, it was a lot better than any football. Yeah, look, look you just got to pride in your own performance and as a professional. And as a professional, you know, if you're signed and contracted to a, a place, you just got to give it your all. So, and mm-hmm. that's all it is. And when you look down to it, sport is, is, um, is a big business. And um, as a player, you've you got to sort of... You know, look at what's the best option for you and your family at, at the time. So, yeah, things work out, things don't, but I suppose whenever you're contracted to whatever team it is, you've got to be all in. 
And, yeah, it's a good point you raised. Was there ever a time where, you know, you got a bit tired of football, you've been playing since a kid, and you're just rolling the arm over each year? Well, not so much rolling the arm over. You're giving it your all, but you just think, I wish I could walk away, but I can't because, you know, I'm a professional, this is my job, I'm paid well, so I have to, I have to stay. No, not really. Uh, and you don't look at the, the money side of it. If you're playing for the money, it's a total wrong motivation. So yeah. you play because you love it and you love competing. And I think once that dies out, that's when you say, no, nah, time to hang up hang up the boots. But, um, yeah, no, that, that didn't really happen to me. I just love, love playing, love competing. Yeah, I was right. uh, I was uh, I was pushed out the door rather than me hanging up the boots. <laughs> Fair enough. But no, no, you, you were. I mean, you didn't really want to get to this. I just wanted to touch on the grand final. But yeah, you mentioned um, sort of the, the trade period coming up. How close were you to leaving the Swans in that year? And uh, was it Carlton that were after you? Yep, yep. No, it was pretty close. But it was the old system where the, the clubs had to work out between themselves the best deal. And that there's no free agency and everything. That all came came off the back of that. So. Um, yeah, the players out there with free agency, you can thank me for that, so no worries at all. <laughs> <laughs> but was it seriously close? Like, it, it would have been amazing yeah, if, you, if you left the Swans, because no one leaves Sydney. <laughs> yeah, I know, and maybe it was a good thing, it was, it was a hard thing to do. But yeah, anyway, yeah, it was close, but as I said, that was that, was yeah, that old that was sort of archaic system they, they had. Um, but it's all, it's all different now. Mm. Yes. No, well, back to the footy, back to the footy in your career. Now, um, uh, the grand final, I mean, you obviously you won two premierships in that. Uh, they're two completely different. I mean, both close. But um, the, the first one, um, uh, under um, under Paul Roos and, you know, the, the 72 years without a, a pr- premiership for the South Melbourne Sydney Swans, what was it like breaking that drought? Yeah, look, it was a huge relief for the club. It been so long. Um it was near, obviously a near miss in '96, uh, but yeah, it was a it was a big. It wasn't really brought up beforehand, and I said we sort of had a pretty well down dogs going into that, and but we had huge belief in ourselves, and, and yeah, we sort of just went in and, and got it done. We just didn't realise the enormity of it until after the fact, and people that have been you know, following the whole life. Yeah, um, you know, in, the, in their sixties and seventies, saying thought they'd never see it before mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Before the end of their days, and what it meant to all the supporters was, was absolutely huge. And was it was it sort of different because of it in 2012 that uh, because you you had broken that drought that um, there was sort of it was it, it was more of a celebration or it was less of a sort of a burden on the club. Yeah, I think so. And it was also the approach was a lot different. I said having one under the belt and be able to more business like knowing knew what we had to do and, and executing it and um, it felt hugely probably satisfying because we had a plan we knew what we were going to do and we were able to execute it and it was yeah it was a much different, different feeling and what does Sydney have to do this week to uh, get the job done? So I think they've got to um, shop early on Geelong get, get out to a good start and, and really apply the pressure early if you let Geelong sort of get out and play that real you know, attacking footy you know they're as good at downhill skis as anyone so um, if you can, Swans can get out the blocks and really apply pressure early I think that's the chance they've got to beat what, as a, if you were coaching uh, Ryan how would you uh, go about the loose man that they like to play in defence and then and then they empty out of the back line yeah you just got to nullify that let's make it you know, even ahead of the ball and make it a real scrap inside and play play real territory you can play the game in your forward, your forward half, bring it to ground, don't let Stuart and these guys take the intercept marks. 
then you're really trying to force Geelong to not get clean ball and get their ball movement. That's that's how you nullify that. Mm. Can we can we expect a big game from Buddy? Oh, who knows? I th- uh, yeah, he's just going to be one piece of the puzzle for the Swans. I think um, when they've been multi pronged and, and using different avenues, they've been ju- I think just as they were even more dangerous than just centralising all their focus through Buddy. And what about Sam Reid? Uh, obviously subbed out of last last week's prelim and uh, there's a bit of an injury cloud under him uh, or over him. Uh, what what If he misses, is that is that a big, bigger loss for the Swans? Yep, huge. Yeah, huge. He's reckon he's had the season of his career, to be honest. Um, and you saw once he went off, the Swans really struggled. So, look, he, his ability to play that second pinch hit rock and... His mobility and his marking power around the ground has been absolutely fantastic this year. So I think reading would be a huge loss to the, to the team. So I just don't know who they play as that, as that second second pinch hit ruck. They'd have to either bring in Armady or a Laddams or someone like that. But Reedy's been absolutely sensational this year. Mm. Yes. Well, what would um, so so you've you've got that? Would you would you play him? Like I mean, even if he's I don't know, let's say seventy percent. Would you, would you still play Sam Reid or is it too big a risk? Uh, depends on what it is. I'm not sure if it's a soft tissue injury and if you lost him early on. Yeah. Don't, yeah, I don't know. You, just wouldn't, want to, you wouldn't want that burden either. You yes. can't. Like, it's going to be fully intense. It's the biggest game of the year. You, you can't really go underdone because you do get found out. It doesn't matter how good, good you are. Yeah, you I mean you've played a lot of footy with him. Would you expect him to make maybe make that call um, instead of a horse, or um, oh, would he have to be tapped? He'd be given to the last minute and be a conversation between him, the coaches, and the high performance team. Yeah, they'll sort of make up what they see. And but yeah, that, I reckon they'll give him to the last last minute. And did you play? Did you play a season with Buddy at the Swans in you? Yep, yep, last, yeah. last year. Yeah. Has that, I mean, it's amazing that uh, his nine years has worked and it's worked so well that uh, he's going to get an extra year. What's it been like in Sydney with him there? Um, yeah, look, obviously, Swans have had big-name players before. It's, it's, it's been good, but I think the most exciting part, it's the young, young players coming through. It's not all about him, and I mm. think that's why they've been so successful this year is all those players that sort of came onto the scene last year have really stepped up and improved their game. Yeah. And I believe there's a few more in the academy too. Uh, yeah, look, the academy's done done great and it's yeah, producing a lot of players. There's a lot of talent. There's a lot of athletes even coming mm. from other sports mm. um, have been fantastic. So, look, I think the program they've got in there is really good. Uh, and, yeah, look, who knows what the, what the future brings. Um, there's some... Um, yeah, exciting times for football in New South Wales, that's for sure. It is, it is. I just want to, just quickly on Buddy and you go back, let's go back nine years. Were you part of, were you any part of those secret negotiations that were happening throughout that year that uh, ended up um, getting Buddy up there? Oh, I wasn't part of the negotiations, Did but you... I knew what was going on. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's obviously um, something that was worked out between the, the footy managers and, and the like. Right. I think Jack, you're talking about like a posse of senior players. Yes. We'll talk to. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to. Like, yeah. well, I'm pretty sure there was only like was it the captain and a few others that only that only them knew because all that year I remember he was going to the Giants. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. There was obviously conversation. But if you're going to bring a player into the club, into the yeah. club, you know, got to make sure it 
as, as the playing group and the leadership group think it's going to be a right fit. So mm. those those um, questions were asked, yeah. Yeah, that's good. And this week, this week then, who wins and who wins an Arm Smith? Um, oh, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a super game. I so I think the Swans can bring the heat early. I, I think they know that. If they do that, they'll, they'll get up and then I'll have a... Uh, Lukey Parker for Norm Smith. Yeah, he's right a good one. He, he, he's a right okay. Well, he's top. got to play. He's got to play well, doesn't he? Because he's going to get uh, the danger field sort of as a might not play tight, but they're going to sort of you know go up against each other a few times, I'd imagine. Yeah, look, I think so, and I think they've got some pretty good depth. Cullen Mills has had a sensational year playing in, in the midfield, yeah. and they throw him sort of back if they need to sort of steady the flow a bit. Mm. And as I said, there's young players like Chad Warner, Errol Gould, they've really stepped up this year, had, had a really good consistent year. I wonder if uh, old Luke will duck his shoulders against danger like he did against Dylan Shoal. That might be fraught uh, with a bit of danger. <laughs> yeah, Luke, mate, you don't get as many, t- many as tough as Luke Parker, so you don't know, take it back with Seb, that's for sure. Yeah, that is pretty I tough. I suspect Danger will spend plenty of time on the ground. Yeah. Hey, hey Ryan, can you, um, we're talking to Ryan O'Keefe, okay, the 2012 Norm Smith medalist and two-time premiership star. Um, just quickly, could you, could you describe to us what it is that is the Bloods culture? Oh, it's, not a secret, it's not a secret sauce or anything like that, all this secret society. It's just about, you know group of people having a common goal and doing everything possible to make sure they achieve it and everyone on the same page um, and if, if you're not part of that and out the door it's pretty it's pretty simple really so I mean is it I mean you clearly didn't play with anyone else but I mean you see a lot of other clubs just just not do this I mean why is it why does it work up in Sydney is it because it's the notoriety of the the club or you know it's not as fishbowl as what Melbourne is Oh, I just think it's the people you've got in the organisation. You've got good role models and good leaders that set the example. That's that's where it flows. The young players look up to the to the older players, and if they see what the standard is and see what they need to need to do, then it just it's, a, it's an easy thing to do. If your role models and your senior players aren't doing that, it's really hard to sort of create a culture. It's interesting, though. It's a bit like the Storm. They've got that. But if you look at the giant, you know, I put it down to a little bit, and you'll know the answer. I won't, but put it down to a bit, you've got a lot of interstate players so, you know, they you all connect really well and you catch up and there's a real genuine care for each other as a playing group but I just wonder why that isn't the same across, you know, your rivals over the other side of the bridge Yeah, look, I, I've got my theories on that but I, I probably, probably won't say it on radio but uh, <laughs> um, it's yeah, look, as I said, I think you need good solid role models that, you know, a team first mentality and not not about the individuals. Uh, that's that's probably where I see the strength in what the Swans have been able to do. Mm. Oh, very good, very good. Hey, so Ryan, we'll, we might leave it there, buddy. But uh, it's been a great thrill to chat. Um, now, you, you're also a cyclist. Are we are we preparing ourselves for a tour to France or a tour to Italy <laughs> or uh, the Olympics or what are we are we aiming for anything high like that? A gold medal. Oh, no, maybe in the Masters. That's about it, really. <laughs> That'd be good enough. But, uh, no, it's been great to chat, mate. Uh, so thank you for giving us some of your time, mate, and uh, good luck to your swans on Saturday. Yeah, no worries, guys. Great good luck, Ryan. Yeah, thanks, mate. You've been great. There we go. Ryan O'Keefe, the 2012 Norm Smith medalist there.